0: black how in the living hell are you bro
1: oh jason i'm great i'm excited to podcast today my little brain is racing with commentary and important um important words to say about a a, a myriad of issues um yeah it
0: does sound little it's hard getting those words out and then you did the cursed saying of after the word myriad damn bro strike one and two should we well, start we all, over or do you want to just keep going? We,
1: unfortunately, Jason, we all can't, you know, be as smart as you, educated at Huntington Beach High School for a couple of years and then destroying your brain with EDM for the last 15. I, I don't know how, I don't even know how you're able to string a sentence together.
0: Yet my supreme level of literation continues to dominate you. Who knows? Well, let's <laughs> keep this train moving, buddy. What's <laughs> up, buddy? Let's pod. <laughs>
1: uh, no, well, first and foremost, I, I mean, we need to talk about this uh, potato head controversy uh before we before we go any further uh okay. so you I, I saw this in the group
0: chat you said that mr potato head is no longer gonna be called mr potato head because it's gonna be a they or a, a miss or is it just gonna be no no title whatsoever
1: i i believe it's no title whatsoever but just to be clear on the mr potato head not that not that i've used one in a while um i know that's kind of a <laughs> You know, it's, surprise it's to many. A, it's been a
0: hot minute since I have fucked with the potato head.
1: It's been a hot minute since I've played with the potato head. But but in my memory, wasn't the idea that you could make the potato head anything you wanted? Mm-hmm. Like you could put lips and a mustache. You could kind of... So this seems like a, a an afterthought. A, a little bit of a virtue it, it signal. It seems
0: like a step in the wrong direction because um, potato... And there is an X in there somewhere. I don't know where to course, put it yet. But course. Potato Head led the path for inclusion and, you know, being able to be whoever you want to be in this crazy world. And it's a damn shame that that was taken away.
1: It's it's honestly, it seems reductive um, and unnecessary. I will be uh, starting a petition with the Hasbro Corporation to reverse <laughs> this unjust act. And, um, if you were thinking about buying a potato head for a loved one as a gift or maybe for yourself or personal use, Mm -hmm. I would say let's boycott for now. You know, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm calling, I'm calling for a light boycott for now until we get this cleared up Yeah, I'll let the listeners know, um, on this podcast, uh, when, when it's safe again to purchase uh, potato head, potato head products.
0: How long goners vote with your wallet and speak. (laughs) And, but that being said, if you do absolutely have to buy a Mr. Potato head, Consider getting an original off of my off of my eBay page. Uh, you know, serious inquiries only, though. I yeah. don't want anybody yeah. lowballing. Fuck, I hate I hate when yeah. they lowball me.
1: It's not an or best offer situation, mm-hmm. um, just to be clear. But also, Jason, I think that also brings us to an important point of of upcycling. You know, and, Mm. and, 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 you know, that's hot right now. It's very hot right now. It's a word that a lot of companies are using and I I don't, I wouldn't want how long gone to be left out of that important discourse either. So yes, like I said, put, let's line our wallets in a, in a sustainable, um, and important way by, by purchasing potato products only from Jason's Etsy store. Um,
0: Um, I'm a licensed retailer unofficially.
1: Etsy, Etsy.com slash Big Bird uh, is, is the is the handle. It was a tough one to get. We we also had to yeah. fight for that, but we were able Spe- to do it.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanks, Spotify. And also, you know, <laughs> 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 speaking of upcycling uh, and my Etsy page, we will be releasing a line of art that I've been making out of the uh, empty cans of mud. <laughs> yes, yes, I have taken a page out of Buck Meek's father's glass artistry. And I have become an aluminum artist, and I'm making some (laughs) sick-ass dream catchers, bird feeders, all kinds of stuff. So just watch that space.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to decorate uh, my L.A. pad with Big Bird original artwork purchased Mm -hmm. from Etsy. Um, Support small businesses, you know what I mean?
0: The artwork is very sharp and dangerous, so please watch out.
1: Much like our cunning commentary on this podcast, the art mimics that. Uh, yeah, which we're is great Glendale's to see. most
0: dangerous podcast? I will.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'll say it. I'll say it. I will. I'm, I'm sure that is true. Um, I, you know, I had a, um, we had a great day yesterday. You know, we we were able to finally put our our um, goofy asses down on the beautiful influencer tennis court in Silver Lake, where mm. you've pro- you've probably seen all your favorite hot chicks on Instagram. But you know who else gets to play there, Jason? Just two regular fellas who love the game. You know and, and and thank you, Spotify, for that for giving us a platform uh, but no sh- sh- shout out to shout out to our these two. so if Jason and I show up we 're ready to play we we 're ogling at this beautiful lotner lotner house court uh in silver yeah, Lake if
0: you want to if you want to check it out, hit pause and then just google lotner Silvertop House in Los Angeles, and you can take a virtual tour i 'm sure you
1: can take a you can take a virtual tour so Jason and I show up um and, and you know we're we 're confronted. By like two hot Dutch brothers that clearly know how to play tennis, uh, and that's why mm-hmm. they're the coaches That's why they're the coaches, and we're the students. And
0: they gave themselves a five point five rating on the on the tennis score.
1: Yeah, they weren't getting greedy, they weren't getting crazy. Uh, but mm-hmm. but Mads and Simon really put us through the. I, I had a great well, time. It is
0: out of five total, so it is a little greedy. Oh, man, yeah, that's on. a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point.
1: But but overall, I feel like I feel like we had a really good time.
0: Uh, I haven't played tennis against someone you know since I've been on holiday. So, you know, my tennis has been limited to just uh, by-myself meeting, so it was nice to not only hit with anyone, but, in fact, two people who are hitting on a, on a damn professional level as well as Chris Black.
1: Yeah, that, yeah. thank you for making sure I wasn't lo- uh, roped into that description. I would hate for people to get the wrong idea that I'm actually mm-hmm. good at anything that I do because that is not the case but it was yeah it was but fun you did
0: a pretty good job don't don't beat yourself up no i
1: had fun yesterday it was fun to run some drills and we learned some new games and it was just uh i think it's something we're gonna have to make i'm gonna try to get us on the schedule bi-weekly okay you know what i mean is what i is what i'm looking for in,
0: or, in order to play there will we have to invest in yola mezcal because i've got a lot of money tied up in gear right now and i can't kind of be I, I can't really I'm, be going back and forth
1: i'm willing to put a little a little scratch down on the yola mezcal uh books so that's how much you love the game that's how I mean, look, I'm committed to this. This ain't a fucking game. I mean, it is a game, but it's not a game. You know what I mean? But it was a, it was a good day for for tennis. It was a good day for influencers, um, mm. and and always always a good day for Spotify. Um, yes,
0: and also shout out to um, previous How Long Gone guest Scott Sternberg, who responded to my DM saying, "Yo, that's my neighborhood and my homie's house," and I'm like, "Okay, bro." Scott had to flex. And also thanks thanks to thanks to the Entire World for sending me a new t-shirt as well. Shout outs to you Scott. Oh
1: dude, so my so my friend Garrett um is involved in this in this big um, Ed Rouche. It's an
0: artist collab. Yeah, the Rouche collab. Ed,
1: the Ed, Ed Rouche uh, show at the OKC Contemporary in in Oklahoma City where Ed's from and they did they collaborated with Scott and Entire World on a t-shirt um and I'm just I'm a big Ed Rouche head. I'm I'm thinking about flying to Oklahoma City to check the show out honestly cuz so he's a He's an artist? Yeah, he's an artist. He makes stuff, um, you know, kind of like... Is he a world builder? Yeah, he's... He's world-building, but the show how many, is going
0: Well, how many followers does he have?
1: <laughs> oh, good question, actually. I'm, I'm actually, unfortunately, probably on the low end, mm-hmm. um, okay. which legitimizes him to some and, unfortunately, puts him in a, in a, in a bad place for others like you. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: the artist's curse.
1: I think the show is open now or open soon. I'm thinking about going to Oklahoma City, honestly, because I, I, I've been there before and had a good time. I feel like when the weather warms up, it'd be a great thing to see. I've, I've been I'm,
0: there once as well when I was driving through the South, and I, I saw the OKC... The basketball stadium where it goes down and I was like oh this is the only thing to do in Oklahoma but I've heard now it's getting cooler and, and it's cool Trevor was talking about how Tulsa's blowing up like yeah are you gonna gas up the PJ? Am I allowed to come along? If you no, grow? I think
1: I was what I was gonna say, Jason. Is maybe after we hit Indiana for a for um our our Tinker mm-hmm. Coffee uh roasting tour to to get, since our since our <laughs> our canned coffee business is absolutely exploding, um mm-hmm. you will see us on Shark Tank in about two months, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we we, we,
0: we, to, we will have to tour the facilities. We're you know, gonna kind need of to tour like the facilities. A, a politician will, you know, we gotta go kick the tires. Well, they need. Picks. I don't
1: know if you I don't know if you've watched the show Shark Tank, but they do a lot of BTS footage you know what i mean kind of some b roll so they're oh, yeah. going to need b roll of us so maybe we hit indiana we, we politic with steve and our tinker family get the beans right and then we hit okc for some culture um and then we then we then we, then we, then we had, then we had then we head back to L.A. to roast in the sun and continue to improve our tennis game and podcasting. It sounds like a great week.
0: The first time anyone's ever said, "Then we'll hit
1: <laughs> Oklahoma City <laughs> for some culture." That's what I'm saying, Jason. The uh, okay. landscape of the landscape of America is changing. Let me be your guide, King.
0: <laughs> well, I'm okay. I'm am t- Team Indiana. I'm loyal to whoever lines my pockets with some Colombian and some Ethiopian bucks.
1: Damn, I've. But
0: I'm, not, and I'm not talking about Starbucks. We're trying to take down big, Just... big business.
1: Just left Columbia, scooter voice. <laughs> uh, um, but you know, my my day continued. Just a, just a, another quick update before we get to our guests. But I I hit
0: I could do this all day.
2: I
1: hit the local I hit the local uh, watering hole Sunset Tower last night for a for a uh, dinner with um, how long, former How Long Gone guest actress uh, model writer Hari Neff. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me tell you something, Jason. The room was electric last night. Okay. Um okay. it wasn't okay. it it wasn't just me and Hari, but uh, I don't know if you know a little show called Catfish. Do you remember that show, Jason? Starring Max and Neve? Your boy Max wasn't in the house, but your boy Neve was in the house. Shout out to one of my hairy kings, Neve. <laughs> Shout out one to of, Neve. one of the hairiest
0: influencer dads <laughs> I've ever met. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Neve. we we did make a little small talk i was unable to secure him for the show i think he's kind of laying low right now
0: let me know if you want to get him i'll just i'll just send him a text
1: yeah you should send him a text i think it'd be good to have it i mean i'm a i'm honestly all joking aside i'm a big i'm a big catfish fan it's a great program
0: what they do is amazing
1: but while while harry and i were in the lobby catching up waiting for our table to be ready Young influencer Jaden Smith strolls through the lobby, um, with <laughs> with, with his with his entourage. And I got to say something about Jaden Smith. And I, I okay. didn't know that. I didn't. You know. I, I I don't know if you're familiar, Jason, but he did a, sh- a shoe with New Balance. And. It looked it looked really ugly on Hype Beast, but in person it is diabolically bad. It was worse. It's the worst. It's one of the worst shoes I've ever seen in my in my actual life. And I don't think he was wearing them. I think his like handler was wearing them. You know, so it made it even Jane worse. Was
0: like, no, I don't wear that shit, bro. Come
1: on. No, bro, we sell that to the kids. But yeah, so anyway, it was it was a it was a great day. It was a great night. Uh, you know, lots of socializing. I think that we you know, I think as a, as a society, Jason, we're turning the corner. Uh-huh. Positivity positivity is flowing through the air and i hope you can feel it
0: even on this podcast alone i can feel it but yeah I, th- I think that we're starting to get to a place where like socializing going out i'm seeing restaurants opening up and you know we're figuring it out and there's full dining rooms even at shitty restaurants you know i'm sure speranza is packed unfortunately oh. but it still makes me happy as somebody who's a member if, of the food and beverage world
1: if la if la burned down and that was the only restaurant left i don't know if i would eat there
0: you're goddamn right. I'd I'd rather take my business to a, to a Seven <laughs> Eleven.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, let me get two packs of Ho Hos and three Red Bulls, please. <laughs> but yeah, the, mm-hmm. the tides are turning. I mean, it's feeling good. Um, and you know, this is what we need. The Roaring Twenties are just around the corner. And how long gone is going to be the podcast of the Roaring Twenties? Mark my words, Jason.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm so excited for the Roaring Twenties to come to come sweep us up that I'm I might even have to start. Picking up the CDJs again? Who's,
1: who knows? It's, I mean, honestly, what I'm planning for our how long gone live events once we obviously sign with uh, William Morris Endeavor, book a world tour at small theaters, just small theaters in yeah, major yeah. markets. We're not I think what we have to do is, is, I mean, every night, you know, we do our show, uh, we, you know, we take mm-hmm. the, the motorcade back to the hotel, we shower, and then there's an after party every night where I'm hosting on the mic and you're DJing. I mean, I think that's the best way to monetize. I mean, would you disagree?
0: I would not. We're making money two ways, and
1: you know, I, I predict that you know, if, if you thought
0: that before there were too many DJs and everyone was a DJ, I think now there's going to be a shortage of DJs. You know what I mean? There's going to be too Damn, many parties right. and not enough DJs.
1: So that's so okay. Good point. Yeah, then I, I think that means that it's. But time I think that's te- a great
0: way to maximize, and we can do the meet and greets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah know, don't Hall touch, Long Island, don't.
1: Just to be clear, at Tao Beach, when we're taking the photos and you've paid five hundred dollars for the meet and greet, you're not allowed to touch me. You can maybe put your arm around Jason or whatever, but don't even try that shit with me. You gotta do the hover hand around my waist.
0: Okay. <laughs> I am not- a, I, uh, whereas I am more of a man of the people, and I implore you and encourage you to come sit on Papa's lap if you need. Yeah, to get Jason. A pick. Yeah, Jason. And that photos- goes for Mister Potato Heads, Mrs. Potato Heads, <laughs> and everything in between, brother.
1: Oh, we do okay. We do have a guest today. She has nothing to do with Potato Head. Um, luckily for us, uh, Steph Yatka is an old friend of mine. She's the fashion news editor at Vogue, uh, triple OG Vogue chick. Um, ver- <laughs> very, 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 very bright. Great takes on all things fashion. I'm gonna. I hope that she has some some opinions for us on the current season. All this Jurgen Teller controversy. Maybe she can give Jason some tips on how to kind of diversify his big guy look. Um, <sighs> you you know just because just because i think that we're as we edge toward the spotlight i think we need more desire in your life and she might have some recommendations for some up-and-coming talent that maybe does make things in your size like readily available Uh, so i just want to i'm excited yeah i think it's going to be cool um all right let's let's uh give steph a jingle in the big apple
3: I'm covered in um fur from the Prada show invite.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. okay Welcome okay. to How Long Gone. Welcome to How Long Gone. We're back with our guest, Steph. She's just flexing on us from her Prada fur invite, unfortunately leaving its dirty trail all over her clothing.
0: <laughs> yeah, some um, of you brokos have fur from your little animals, <laughs> cats and dogs, nasty-ass <laughs> shit. This is Prada
1: 2021, 20, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, that's a different kind of fur. And what color, what would you, is that? Is that like a lilac? This like, one
3: I would say is periwinkle.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's periwinkle, dead ass.
3: And then there's like a lighter blue as well.
0: Periwinkle and light blue.
3: Mm-hmm. I've got a set.
0: Where's the invite at? What what do you mean an invite covered you in fur? Can you explain that more?
1: You know, some of our listeners, uh, unfortunately, um, don't get invited to some of these glamorous fashion shows like you do. Maybe you could explain to them what this Prada invite actually consists of, because they might have seen pictures on the internet, but they might not really understand.
3: Sure. I would also say that nowadays, uh, fashion shows are not glamorous. It's just me sitting in this chair watching live streams for... 8 to 12 hours a day. So it's not all it's cracked up to be. You know, there's sort of like a battle for who can send the most fun thing to journalists' homes. Yes. And so some people received like a, a lawn chair from Burberry for the menswear show. Prada has really leaned in. not you
1: mentioned that, Steph, because Jason and I, actually two low-level podcasters, received that Burberry chair.
3: Really? I didn't. I didn't. Mm.
0: I, I took some pics of mine, and I could share them with you afterwards if you want to check it out.
3: <laughs> Thank you. Maybe um, I'll just Photoshop myself into the chair. I'll
0: do it
1: for you. You're saying that these these <laughs> houses, these these fashion houses, instead of spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on elaborate fashion shows, performances, and presentations, mm-hmm. they're just packing some shit up in the mail and sending it to people.
3: Yeah, but it's great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, they've, but they've always done that
0: for fashion shows. But I think because of COVID and the actual fashion show doesn't exist physically anymore, they have to up the ante. Yeah.
3: And in many ways, it's actually great to be receiving them at home because what would happen before was we would leave New York and go to London, Milan and Paris Fashion Week. And in each city, you would collect all of this ephemera that was sent to your hotel from brands that then at the end of each week, you had to make this real decision. Like, do I care about this scarf or this cushion (laughs) or this record enough to carry it with me for the next three weeks. And so by the time Paris was over, my suitcase was like 80% clothes and then 20% like invites and fans and Mm. all sorts of things like just sort of stuffed into every pocket of every bag. Yeah. Do
1: I need this Laura Piana beer cozy? (laughs) Yes, I do. It's coming with me. Yeah. Oh my God! The Bruno Cuccinelli salad forks are not going to fit in my (laughs) carry-on.
3: I will say the one that caused me the most strife was at a Moschino or sorry, a Missoni show in September. I think it was outside, and it was at this beautiful pool, and each guest was seated on a custom Missoni cushion, and they let Mm. you take your cushion. And I was walking out alongside a colleague who. We happened to have the same pattern and he was like, well, you can just have mine. So then for the next 14 days, I was carrying around these two Missoni cushions that just did not fit in my suitcase. And it was like pretty embarrassing to get (laughs) on the flight back from Paris and just be like holding two cushions. But now I'm glad that I have them. But at the time it was like, is this worth it?
0: It was definitely worth it.
1: Yeah, a Masoni cushion makes the 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 backyard barbecue hit a little different, mm-hmm. you know. That's that's a different that's Especially that's Especially when, that's when it's
0: not up. some shit that you can get at Target, you know. Totally. Yeah, I was the,
3: using it on my fire escape to sit out there and do some reading in the springtime so So. oh
1: i love that this is you're painting a picture and i like it that's a chic (laughs) new york afternoon i tell you what just devouring some hot new fiction on my missoni cushion i'm looking forward to
0: using my new burberry fishing chair and when i go (laughs) down to the watering hole to catch my lunkers i will i will definitely be using it (laughs)
1: I haven't figured out how I'm going to use mine yet, but I, I I'm mm-hmm. going to I'm going to do something with it for sure. It's too substantial. That's the other thing, Steph. This stuff is not it's not cheap. It's like pretty well made stuff.
3: Yeah, I mean these Prada. So Prada sent. These fluffy boxes, one for the menswear show that was in January, and one for the womenswear show that was today, and they're filled with desserts and candies from Marchese, which is a candy company mm, that Prada. F- one owns. of my
1: favorites. One of my favorites. Yes, I love an afternoon espresso with a little sweet treat before I'm off to my next show.
3: Really, I feel like you don't eat sugar.
1: Well, if I'm in, if I'm in, <laughs> if I'm in Milan and it's Prada branded. Okay, okay. I have to have a little chewy right. something, maybe a little sweet right. confection, you know, to keep my afternoon buzzing.
3: Okay, okay. Well. But now, <laughs> once you eat all the candy, you just have these big fluffy boxes, and I'm not sure what to do with them. Some people have been saying, just use them as home decor. I don't know.
0: <laughs> these are the problems that we deal with in the fashion industry. I know,
3: I know. It's really hard. I
0: think usually <laughs> what what happens in my house is my, my girlfriend, she works in, in fashion as well, and we, we always have all this shit flopping around and she just reuses it as like christmas gift and birthday gift mm. thingies like just have a drawer of all these bags and poofs and mm-hmm. you know we, we have like burberry wrapping paper for the next 10 years <laughs> just from all the dumb <laughs> shit that we get. and shout outs yeah. to lueve for the for the invite yeah. t-shirt i'll be repurposing <laughs> that on this website called grail.com <laughs> uh, <in> size
1: XL. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to use that to maybe polish the Tesla. I didn't know. If, so that's going to actually good to Good
0: content. I mean, how much mm-hmm. money do you think I can get for that for that all over print Louis Vuitton? None. <laughs> None. Okay, got it. None. I think you
3: should wear it. No. Have you worn it, or you're just like storing it? Well, it just came
0: yesterday, so I haven't had a. I was gonna wear it on today's chat, but you know, Mm. the camera was disabled to maintain our Wi-Fi integrity. But uh, it's it's not a shirt that will enter my daily driver wardrobe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think, yes, Steph. I'm I'm sure I'm sure you're familiar with Jason's stature, but you know, when you put a shirt with little stuff all over on a man of that size, it starts to look crazy. Starts to look like JoJo Siwa's Tesla. Actually, is what it looks like. (laughs) So we, we, have to, we, yeah. ha, we have to protect – I have to step in and make sure – I mean, I, Jason has great taste, but every once in a while, mm-hmm. you just got to make sure this guy stays on the rails. You know, he can't – it could affect our brand overall if he's left to his own devices.
3: Right. That's fair. It's nice that you guys are looking out for each other fashion-wise.
0: Girl, with my fat ass, I need all the help I can get.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that we do help each other out. I, I would, I would, you know, that was something I wanted to ask you about, though, because I think that you know, as as we move into this warmer weather season, mm-hmm. um, Jason and I are both, you know, we, we're looking to. You know, we're both in L.A. It's a little hot. We're looking to expand our horizons, uh, maybe support some young, cool designers that that are maybe not on our radar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who better to ask about, you know, who's making a great sheer top for me <laughs> more than you? I feel like, you know, I feel like we've exhausted our resources at Uniqlo.
0: Yeah. Are there any new yeah. designers who are making, like, quilted garments or something like that that you <laughs> can check out? I'm really into quilts.
3: <laughs> oh, are <hi> there, Jason? <laughs> Funny you Um, ask. Some would say that there are too many designers Mm. making quilted garments right now. Mm, Not Um, on my watch. Personally, I think you could get into crocheting over quilting. Like, quilting became a big uh, narrative in the past seven days. (laughs) But, (laughs)
2: um,
3: like, months before that, everyone was really into crochet, and all uh, the kids out there were crocheting their own J.W. Anderson sweaters on TikTok.
1: That was Harry yeah. wore it. Harry wore this JW sweater, which is a beautiful sweater. Unfortunately, I'm not Um, I don't think I'm thin enough to pull it off, but uh, <laughs> it does look great. And and so explain. Yeah, explain what happened because I kind of missed this a little bit.
3: This was like, I don't know, April 2020, like early days of lockdown life. And Harry had worn this sweater on the Today Show, maybe. And someone recreated it on TikTok. And it's like a patchwork cardigan. Uh, I I mean, I know how to knit, but I'm not like an advanced (laughs) knitter. Mm -hmm. But the idea, the premise of the sweater is pretty simple in that you just crochet a bunch of squares and then you fix them together. So Mm -hmm. it's like a fun, easy pattern, I think. And so everyone started making it and it became like a real internet sensation. Mm. And then... The brand started giving away the pattern for free to encourage more people to do it. And it was, you know, part of that early pandemic uh DIY boom.
1: That's actually cool. I didn't realize that J.W. Anderson gave the pattern away.
3: Yeah. And then I think it just to like help inspire more people That's to make really it. Smart. I mean, it's sort of like inspire great marketing. More people to
0: take money away from them. Don't buy our clothes. <laughs> make make your own. They were Here's already
3: my...
1: they were sold out of sure. They were
3: making money. Yeah. And they were making money on the chain mule
1: yes you know
3: the gold chain mule that everyone has
1: you know Mm. i almost bought that with a credit that i had on a large uh uh, internet fashion retailer and then i I pulled back because i thought i said chris that's too (laughs) fucking far bro you can't Mm. rock those i just can't do it much like this patchwork cardigan you know it's 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 also what do we think the cardigan was going for steph retail we're looking at over a thousand dollars right um
3: i think like around a thousand. I don't know if it was well over. The JW Anderson Ready to Wear is actually like I'm gonna say reasonably priced, and by that I mean reasonably priced in the luxury fashion mm-hmm. sphere. Yes, mm-hmm. yes,
1: yes. Relatively compared to so. compared it's not to your Uniqlo. Yeah, our little our podcast uh, income unfortunately is only um allowing us to shop at Uniqlo and um Jason likes I M. H&M. I don't really do the fast fashion mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we can but, we can afford it, you know. the JW Converse though. <laughs> yeah, that's what we can that's what we can afford. <laughs> but the the chain the okay, chain cool. they're just giving those away the chain mule is a is a true maximalist uh, offering that I find very cool looking on the internet but I've never seen it in real life so if you have I would love to hear if it looks disproportionate. Or if it does work,
3: that's a great point. I actually don't think I've ever seen it in real life.
1: So this is this is the mule
0: shoe that has like the gold link chain that's like ridiculously oversized, right?
2: Yes, very
3: oversized. Okay. Mm Yeah.
2: And
0: who who wears this? Who wears this?
3: It's Um, they're very popular. You can see a lot of fit picks.
0: But you've never seen (laughs) one. They're very popular, but you've never seen anyone wearing them in public, just on on Instagram and
1: stuff.
3: Yes. To be fair, I haven't seen a lot of people in public. Period. Because
1: of the coronavirus, because of so, the COVID nineteen yes. <laughs> virus, it is luckily it. luckily for all of us, oh, it's over now. Um, so thank God. But yeah, I think <laughs> I think the I th- I don't think I've seen anybody wear them in real life. I feel like I saw people I know wear them on Instagram, not just influencers, yeah. but. Mm -hmm. What I'm thinking, what I'm thinking, Steph, since you're pretty connected, I'm thinking maybe we get in touch with JW directly and get a pair of those in a size 17 for Jason, a one of one.
0: (laughs) They're going to be too heavy for me to walk in.
1: Let's see how big this chain can get.
3: He needs to be wearing them with the Loewe t-shirt, however. Like, you can't not want to wear Jonathan's Loewe t-shirt and then try to ask him for the chain That's a good
1: point. That's a good point. And, you know, fashion is a a back-scratching game.
0: Yeah, these are the things that I had no idea about.
3: I'm happy to help you guys.
0: Please invoice us after this, Queen.
3: Is this what consulting is?
1: Yes, exactly. Um, I don't. I don't want. To, I don't want to get into that uh, personally. That's just a little <laughs> too close to home for me. I don't like uh, to talk next, about next question, I don't like
3: Steph.
0: Next question. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: I don't. Don't worry about all that. Don't worry about all that. But yeah, I think that. I think that, that mm. those are a particular item that um, it, it seems so showy that it's interesting to me that that popped off during a time where we couldn't see people. But I guess. It worked because it was photographed so much that we all know what the shoe looks like without ever seeing it in real life.
3: Mm -hmm. I also think despite like this popular narrative that we're all at home and we're only going to wear sweatpants, I think people really desire clothing that feels Mm. flashy but is still comfortable. And like a flat slip-on shoe that's black but has a gold chain on it is exactly that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is going to be perfect for my Armenian (laughs) bros in Glendale then. We prefer luxury and supreme comfort at the same time.
3: And the great news is uh, the JW brand continues to issue new like silhouettes and colors. So you can just mm. keep buying into it.
0: Luckily, if, if Brian Boy is listening, the only person I know who ever wear those shoes, <laughs> they come in different colors and styles and we'll be releasing those all year.
3: Yes, and it sounds like we're doing Spawn for J.W. Anderson. I would never.
1: I think J.W. Anderson is very cool. (laughs) I think J.W. Anderson is very cool and the overall thing is cool, but I've never found a piece of his clothing that I could actually wear. You know what I'm saying. I, I find myself appreciating things uh, aesthetically and from a design perspective, but also being like, "There ain't no way I could wear this out in public." Uh, that ain't. <laughs> who for am me. I kidding? Who am I kidding? I don't. I just don't have the confidence. Uh, maybe, maybe I don't have the swag. It's. It could be a number of issues, but I. I, mm-hmm. I think that, that that shoe is a great example of of something to thrive during during the uh, cursed pandemic. But you seem to be someone who is getting hella dressed. Uh, every day, <laughs> Steph. So maybe because I'm I'm sitting here in my podcasting uniform, which consists of a um gilded white t shirt purchased on Amazon and some um Stussy uh basketball shorts that mimic the Champion brand, mm-hmm. um and of yeah. course shoeless. Uh, I have to let my dogs breathe. Um, and uh-huh. Jason, Jason, are what you is wearing, your,
3: po- are you wearing socks or just barefoot? Absolutely. You're oh, actually absolutely in not. bed. When you answered this, you were in bed. So you're definitely <laughs> yeah, not wearing socks.
1: That's how I pod. It's kind of, it's kind of my thing. And, uh, Jason, what are, what is your podcast outfit today?
0: I just have a, a, a long sleeve t-shirt, Hunter green, no Harris. And then, uh, yeah, just a nice pair of socks. <laughs>
1: Because it is a little chilly. Mm-hmm. Okay. It a little
0: chilly in the back quarter of my home.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. the podcast studio in Glendale does get a little chilly. But, Steph, I mean, we just got a quick glimpse of you, thank God. And, I mean, you look like you, <laughs> you were, were wearing a
0: power shoulder.
1: There's a first time for everything, Jason.
3: Well, this is – I just bought this dress, and it's already my best pandemic purchase. It's from this brand <laughs> called My, my best C. pandemic
0: purchase was was water and toilet paper, but go on, queen.
3: Well <laughs> – <laughs> Yeah, it's this, this dress and staying alive, I would say. Yeah,
2: sure,
0: sure. <laughs>
3: um, yeah, and then in number, the third place is the ring light.
0: Mm. <laughs> yes, yes. I have food, water, essential. You know, yeah. some, some gas to get me through the night, and then a bomb-ass ring light is what I have on mm. my uh, <laughs> Amazon purchase history.
3: But I thought about this when I was getting dressed today because I know that you both are into fitness, you love working out,
0: yes.
2: <laughs>
3: um, and the secret Guilty. of this dress so it's from this brand called C New York, spelled like the ocean C. Mm-hmm. And it has oh, yeah, big, okay, okay, yeah, nylon sleeves and this big, like poofy skirt and pockets in it. But I bought it in a really large size so that it was almost like a nightgown. And the best part is, underneath all day, I wear my running clothes. And then at the end of the day, because it's like a big foofy dress, Whoa. you just remove the dress and you hit the pavement.
1: Shit! And that's just, a
3: fashion tip for you guys.
1: <laughs> that is fucked up, Jason. That is a plus. That we can't. We're not on your level. So
0: I could have been wearing my workout clothes under
1: my gown this entire time. <laughs> is what you're saying? Yeah,
3: <laughs> exactly. And I don't know if there's a men's equivalent, like
1: Jason. The, unfortunately, the your your La Perla uh, nightgown is a little too strappy. <laughs> For this kind of thing, so I think mm-hmm. you would need you would need something a little more sack like uh, in style yeah. to pull this off. He did a small influencer deal with him. It's only it's only stories, one grid post, so it'll it'll expire. It'll expire soon, and he can start. Experimenting yeah, La Perla hashtag
0: What pearls you? What
3: pearls you? <laughs>
1: hashtag, uh, hashtag Pearl Partner. Um, the, uh, so so what you're are saying- what are
3: your favorite? Sorry, what are your favorite spawn? Hashtags like do you prefer hashtag ad, hashtag spawn, or partner? Like, I love partner, 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 Cause it just sounds romantic.
1: Partner is the stupidest one, so therefore, my favorite. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> But also, I wouldn't disclose. I hate disclosure. I think it's I think it's stupid. Sometimes you I think we can to, all. Chris. Yeah. Yes, I, think I understand. Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying another one of my important causes that I'm going to take up on my presidential run is 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 getting mm-hmm. away with mm. with paid ad disclosure for my Instagram brethren, and I will deal with. Is it the yeah. Is it the FCC? I'll call the FCC and we'll see yeah. what we can do because I I don't yeah. think
0: I know I know Trump almost got that pushed through, so you're the man. <laughs> yeah. to yeah,
1: we, we, have to, we have to we have we have to end the tyranny against influencers and allow them to make as much money as they can um, during this mm-hmm. during this time. I think they've had it really difficult. Uh, yeah. Much like we need us. to fight <laughs> to uh, pardon Skims for their crimes. Yes, exactly. Exa- exactly. Skims. <laughs> let Skims advertise. No. Part hashtag partner is probably my favorite one. I, I don't. I don't like when they make like a special hashtag for the actual like campaign. That seems mm-hmm. pointless to That's me. Bad. That's um,
0: bad. I I like just plain old ad.
1: Do you?
3: Yeah, ad is a classic. I would
0: love to do hashtag employee or something like that. I mean, like the fact that you have <laughs> to disclose it is a little dumb. It's just like it's clearly an ad. And
1: speak for yourself, Jason. All of the sponsored content that goes up on at to Death Projects on Instagram is a true partnership where I feel recognized for my talent mm-hmm. and I really respect the brand and its designer. So Damn. let's not well, let's not.
0: Mm-hmm. Chris, you need to step your standards up because if you have these people who are actual partners, they should actually start paying you instead of just doing product trade.
1: That's you're right, and I'm working on that. <laughs> and and that is that that is I'm I'm trying my best to get a little scratch out of these people. Just a little self worth, unfortunately-
0: you know what I mean cuz i believe in you and it's about time you start believing in yourself.
1: Uh, you're right. These Same. brands only believe only believe that i'm worth some socks and maybe a t-shirt here and there um which is is not going to okay. unfortunately pay this rent or the other rent or the car payment, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need to i need to work on this. Uh but i mean <laughs> so have Steph have influencers i feel like influencing cuz basically Every three months, they're saying it's over. We're, this is not working anymore. This isn't going to happen. We're going to move towards something else, and that's been like five years, and we ha- we haven't moved on to anything else. Yeah, I think this is the golden age of influencing that we're in right now.
3: Totally, totally, completely. I'm constantly influenced. <laughs> like I think there's like a, <laughs> I am. There's like a real damn. You got a sense damn sense of of like... DUI, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> she got there's pulled over sense like Bruce that, Springsteen. Like... <laughs> <laughs> He got that case got dismissed. I was reading about it this morning.
0: Well, fuck, Bruce Springsteen. Either way. Oh wait, Whoa, you're from,
1: I'm you're from, from the New, state of New Jersey. She's from New Jersey, Jason. You can't do that on this podcast. I apologize.
3: I'm gonna leave my, the my pod. Co-host
1: i'm gonna That's i apologize for like. my coast although bruce springsteen and his cursed podcast with obama is not endorsed by how long gone
3: yeah
0: Steph. i apologize i apologize it's just i'm angry because i'm i like to go after our, our competition on spotify and totally. a new challenger yeah. has appeared i
3: understand did
0: you
1: see the photos of them in the studio I mean it looked it literally looked like how long gone. It was two guys chatting. It looked exactly (laughs) like this podcast. Mm -hmm. It's
3: fucked up. It was like a stone's throw from a Ralph Lauren ad. You know? Like weren't they (laughs) in a wood paneled room? It was just like so like Bruce's honey lighting and
0: it it looked it looked more like a Casamigos ad than a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
3: yes, yes it did.
1: (laughs) It was if is it was if Casamigos was neoliberal and they had a recording Mm. studio. It was a very cool it was a very cool setup, but the I'm sorry. Let's get back to you being in. This is all American wood. Yeah, that was repurposed from a failing factory somewhere in the outskirts of, of Jersey <laughs> Up-cycled City. Upcycled
0: New Jersey pine right here. Sounds good, doesn't <laughs> yes, it, Barack? Exactly. Can I call you Barack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can I call you Barry? Can I call you? You want God. a shot, Barry? I will Barry? say
3: the only good thing about um, the like brief Bruce Springsteen potential DUI was that it took the Jeep commercial off the air. That's true. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, you, have, I, you have been on I, record... For decades, it seems (laughs) like hating the Jeep Corporation. I know that you've been very (laughs) anti-Jeep.
1: Yeah. Are you a non-Jeep chick? I could see you being a little bit of a hack the doors off and drive through Manhattan on a summer day. Not you?
3: (laughs) No, I would love that. I just thought that ad was incredibly strange. And as a a citizen of New Jersey, I feel a real... They have citizenship. Ownership.
0: There? Just a little joke. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> um, I feel a real ownership over the state. And I feel like um, the celebrities from New Jersey should be endorsing New Jersey and only New Jersey. Mm. And that ad was shot in the middle of somewhere. And I was like, Bruce is only in New Jersey. I want to believe that he is just still in Asbury Park, like hanging out. Like, I'm very offended yeah. that John Bon Jovi called his rose Hampton water. That to me is a crime. <laughs>
0: Wait, that's 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 Bon Jovi's rosé. I've been drinking
1: yes. his piss this whole time. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> that is a crime. Steph that is a crime for many reasons, <laughs> that's one um, of my but but <laughs> God <damn> it. <laughs> Jason, it just, you're going to okay. have to go back to the Whispering Angel. I'm sorry, King. No need to apologize. Yeah,
3: it's difficult. So anyway, that's sort of my my qualm with the Jeep. I have nothing against Jeep. I would love to own a car and be a jeep partner
0: steph does this have anything to do with your partnership with the lexus brand, the lexus december to <laughs> remember campaign that
1: you <laughs> uh, yeah you so clearly we dominated. All s- we all saw the campaign
3: i will say there was a brief period where we were doing a spawn for uber style oh hashtag uber style what
1: is, what is uber style yeah what is
0: that is that a, a stylist comes to your house no takes you, <laughs> it was a- takes you to the fucking club
3: it was just like a Uber's play to get into uh, the fashion community, God. I guess. And so they created – it was one of those special hashtags. I I hashtagged some stories Uber style. This was back when we were in cars and going to Fashion Week. Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like Uber – I mean I feel like Uber was pretty entrenched in the fashion world because it is what For people sure. use. Like I don't know if they had to spend money. I mean Lyft is just not chic. It's just not. It's ugly. The brand is ugly. The name is ugly. It has a Y in it for no reason. You know, Uber feels okay. good even though it's <laughs> bad.
0: I'm 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 more of a
1: Lyft girl myself. We've talked about
3: this. I like Lyft. Mm-hmm. I like Lyft. No,
1: that, Steph. No, Jason is his little. He's on his little fake working class swag. Your like Uber you're is a cis,
0: <laughs> cis white driver platform God. that I choose not to be a part of their narrative. <laughs> I prefer the inclusive Lyft platform where all all passengers are welcome.
1: You're right. You're right. You know what it is? I can't ever forgive Lyft for the mustache. That's really what it comes down to.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree I with that. I just... But I think they know they know what they did, and they're so they feel so bad about it that they're gonna they're gonna put in the work that Uber won't. You know, Uber will sit on their laurels, being like, "We're we're, we're the king of the mm. king of the show," and then Lyft will kind of quietly mustache their way into the driver's seat. Pun intended.
1: Have you, Steph? Have you participated in a lot of SpawnCon, or or is is are you just no. are you just kind of highlighting Uber as a as a classic because you loved it so much? The latter. Okay, I didn't know. Here's
3: the thing, though. I'm not getting asked to do a lot of SpawnCon, so I think you know. There's sort of the church and state journalist v influencer, sure. Like like editorial versus business, and so I feel like. Even if I was getting asked to do SpawnCon, I would probably have to say no to remain like an unbiased. Yes, you know, that's true. Critic. Yeah. At least fashion SpawnCon. I could do like,
0: Oh. you know. You could do some Chobani is what you're saying
3: exactly exactly Jason
1: let's put let's put Steph in touch with Gia see what we can do uh, for a little mm. non-alcoholic <laughs> apertif campaign I think that's something to consider mm-hmm. we have a few other opportunities we can discuss with you after after the show but I mean yeah, when great. you
0: when you spend a night drinking a delicious Gia, you don't need to use Uber or lyft
1: exactly <laughs> oh exactly God. exactly mm-hmm. it takes the it takes it out of the conversation completely which is powerful. Um, yeah,
0: but when you guys are saying it's the golden age of influencing and people are talking about it being over or not over, I mean, just me personally, in the last year, I have done more influencing than I've ever done in my entire life where I used to make fun of it and now it's like a thing that I do.
1: You're welcome. You um, have to believe think-
3: that's the American dream. <laughs> Chris yeah, Chris it is the take
0: American-
1: most of the credit for that. I am taking the credit for that. Unfortunately, I'm a little more discerning with my um, hashtag ad, hashtag partner um, relationships. but. I do think that our attitude changed a little bit because we now have something to sell. Like I feel like it's it, it's like mm-hmm. there's such – there's that layer of people that their job is to be an influencer and they obviously make the most money and they put the most effort and time into it. We have this show that we are trying to promote and get as many listeners as possible for. So it, it, it they, there's an end game to this more so than there is maybe for some people. So that's how I think we're able to justify it a little bit in our minds.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And why we don't take photos of us like with a thing of like moisturizer next to our ear on the beach <laughs> type of influence. I would – <laughs> okay. I would I'm not above that. it though.
1: I, w- I would do that mm-hmm. if, if, the, if the check was right. You know what I mean. If the check was right, but I think that I think that it's just part of the game. But I, I think that brands this has been the only thing they could do for a year is like send people clothes. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't know what else besides sending you elaborate invites to watch a show on zoom. All they can really do is like send clothes to people and have them take the photos. I mean, now we're getting, we've moved past that, but I feel like the first six months, that was really all they could do.
3: Yeah. yeah, And I, I do feel like it's really successful marketing. And like today when I was looking at Instagram and like some friends, like if I see a friend doing spawn or influence, I'm like, yeah, get it, like get paid, same. you know.
1: Same, same, same. It's like same, times exactly. are tough
3: out there, you know. If someone wants you to talk up their, I don't know, scarf brand, like go for it.
1: <laughs> Jason, Jason would be interesting. Jason's a big proponent of neck warmth, so if that brand is listening, <laughs> yeah, I'm get in ol- touch. I'm literally it's...
0: always freezing, so yeah, yeah. Um, Glendale is a little you, chilly. The do you wind think is that different. With... Do you think that with the user-generated content, there is more uh, opportunity to have a successful ad campaign than the previous, you know, commercial agency like typical model, or it's about the same? Like, I feel like nowadays when I see a a great user-generated ad, I'm like, holy shit, that was like amazing because it's so rare to see like something really well done.
3: Mm-hmm. I guess I feel the same about both. There's like a natural human urge to see how other people wear clothes Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. we've all like talked about the rise of the fit pick and i think like at home influencing really goes hand in hand with that like it's exciting for me to watch a fashion show live stream on zoom and then it's exciting for me to go on instagram and see how the celebrities and the influencers and everyone who has sent a look are actually wearing those clothes because before i would see them in the front row at the show And now it's just all happening online and it helps create that sense of like an event happening as opposed to like, you know, a streaming. And you you get
0: to see how a garment is worn by, you know, dozens of people versus how one stylist thinks one model should wear it.
3: Exactly. Exactly. And like I was talking to a designer on Zoom earlier today and there's this real like the brands have all the power in Digital Fashion Week. They get to decide how things are styled and how things are photographed and how things are shown on video and how things look backstage. Whereas before, it was like there were like a thousand photographers at a fashion show. And also, every guest had a camera in their phone.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So they're, you know, the designer doesn't have a lot of control. They put it out on the runway, and then whatever happens, mm. happens. Hope for the best. And so it's exciting to see garments actually have lives beyond hmm. the runway whether or not no, make, they're spawn or not
1: you know I, I came back to new york for a few days and just seeing people actually get dressed was invigorating mm-hmm. like it was it was mm-hmm. like, like i mean
3: walking to the grocery store is like exciting yeah seeing the outfits i'm like yes
1: that does not happen in burbank it does not happen in <laughs> Burbank. <laughs> I, 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 unfortunately I'm the only one getting these tasty fits off. Yeah, I've never seen that, but I believe you. Um, I think that (laughs) the my I don't. What is your feeling on creativity via masks? Because I'm a I'm a medical only guy. I think it should be. I think it should be a space a a blank canvas. I don't like when people mm-hmm. get creative with their masks. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, and when he says
0: he's a medical guy, that means he's an anti masker, just to clarify. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ha, Jason. He's not a big fan of when people wear the mask.
3: Oof. Oof.
0: Look, I don't I don't You've like it. It's gotta being be double masking do. now. Okay. Yeah, Chris, <laughs> well, we've been we'll trying let... to get Chris to double mask, but he's been a little resistant. So, you know, if you could convince him, that would be great cuz it could save some lives.
1: Jason, could, first Chris. of all, I've never Come seen on. your goofy ass with a mask. Jason, I don't have <laughs> Jason has these giant so Jason has these giant ears that could support two masks. My <laughs> my 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 th- my thin, beautiful ears—they have to hold up these these Cutler and Gross glasses. They have to keep the AirPods in two masks. These things will fold over. Chris, those Warby Parker's weigh nothing. They're so light. <laughs> do not come from wow. do not come for my eyewear. But I do think that the. <laughs> The mask as a form of expression is something that a lot of brands have. I mean, I've seen a lot of brands do it. Mm-hmm. And some of them actually, as an object, like look cool. Like, oh, I like that print. Or I like
2: mm-hmm. when
1: Bodhi put the beads on. Or at Cal Slata, like I like them. Mm-hmm. But I don't want that to become a way that people express themselves. To me, it's like expressing yourself through a cell phone case.
3: Chris. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> I think people should express themselves however they want. At the beginning of the... Um, wrong pandemic I was like really really anti-fashion mask because I think there is like a commodification of a health item
2: that makes Mm. me feel
3: like a little bit mm, like not great but then Mm. considering that this seems like it's going to be around for a long time and anything to encourage people to wear a mask you know if you feel like you love the color green and you only want to wear green and you know the more green Garments and attire you can put on your body, then like, great. Get a green mask, you know. That's
1: a good. Point. Oh, I'm not saying. I'm not saying like <laughs> co- color. Like you can wear a green mask if you're going for a Kermit fit or a fucking Gumby look. <laughs> but I'm saying that like, I mean, I I just I just see people. You know, like I saw a guy yesterday and his shit. He had some fucking mask on that made his mouth look like a superhero. Or you know what I mean? Just dumb shit. That's like, <laughs> this is. This is so distractingly stupid that it makes me hate you. You know what I mean? And and I I don't want to feel that way because we're all trying to protect ourselves. So I know it's for the greater good. It sounds like it's a personal problem for me as usual. Is that what you're saying?
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I would just say that if the pandemic hadn't happened, you would find another problem with that man's outfit. You know what I mean? Like You would hate him for wearing the wrong shorts. So. Well,
0: Chris has always been right. anti costume. You know what I mean. But that's a big mm-hmm. that's a big part of the fashion world, if you ask me.
1: Well, not mm-hmm. if you do it right. I mean, I think you're able to wear clothing <laughs> and express yourself in a way that that if you wear it, if you if you wear it and don't let it wear you, Jason, Ooh. it never looks like a costume. Wow! Okay. Yeah. This, is, That's why the this right. is
0: why your name is on the That's door.
1: That's right. Card. Just to be clear, just to be clear, just to be clear, guys. I don't work at Vogue. Okay, Steph does, so I know it's confusing. <laughs> I know it can be confusing when I have bars like mm-hmm. that and I'm thinking, thinking so high level about this stuff. But I, I do. I think that the. I think some designers have probably made a nice little bag off masks, which I do like because I'm sure it was a hard mm-hmm. time for them. So that is a very positive thing.
0: You don't want to see people expressing themselves with a mask because it's usually even when it's done. well, Well, it's still ultimately dorky, right?
1: It's dorky that's the problem it's dorky it's honestly like having a loud cell phone case to me that's what I equate it to <laughs> it's like you don't need that just get the black one that does the job and leave it leave it be a- and let maybe some other items that are more expressive speak for themselves am I wrong I'm r- am I wrong there's so many there's a billion different ways that people express themselves that
0: yeah. we, we, we all disagree with you know there's somebody who's like true my favorite thing in the world is you know like Rick and Morty and I get it like a, a Rick and Morty haircut and tattoo and I paint my car the same color <laughs> Like, there's millions of people who do that. You're right. Like, You're right. Every You're single right. thing in the world, and it is all bad. But you kind of have to just be like, eh, let it go. But Master, are going to be here forever. That's how it goes. I'm master just going well, to be a part of our lives.
1: Maybe your life. But I think that um, I think that the. No, I'm just okay. kidding. <laughs> no, I think that the. I think that yeah, like I'm not gonna. If somebody has like a loud exhaust in their car to express themselves, that is that is. Across the board annoying, but I I guess I'm speaking about mask and maybe cell phone cases specifically because those are things that like fashion brands have leaned into quite heavily. like if you you know what I mean. Those Mm -hmm. are two. Those are two items that have been commoditized. Commoditized, and they're also made. I mean, you can spend money. You can buy a three hundred dollar fucking off white phone case. I'm sure you can buy a two hundred dollar mask somewhere. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, Jason does. Jason wears a Dolce and Gabbana mask sometimes, Steph, but I think it's fake. So I don't (laughs) think he paid. I don't think he paid. Come on. I'm a Dolce
0: girl. and I would never buy fakes. <laughs> I, wow.
1: I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. want to call him out on this, but luckily we're not on video, so I, I was going to make you check. But thank God that we. Thank God the internet was was hurting a little bit, so we had to ch- make that check. My change. heart just skipped a beat. Yeah, he was. He was nervous. He was very nervous.
3: The thing about the the phone case and the mask is like it is a accessible i'm using air quotes so you can't see it because the camera's off like it's an accessibly priced item
1: price point for a lot yeah it's an entry it's entry companies. it's entry way in yeah. it's entry way into designer
0: it's the so card holder the phone of, case of face, and then faces. all of a
3: sudden you're wearing the chain loafer and then you've got the cardigan and then you've got the loewe t-shirt and then you have just got the full look
1: <laughs> i you know i love it i i love I an hope. slg <laughs> i love i love an slg a small leather good um you know i am i have a beautiful tom brown card holder that has the perfect patina i have my Bottega woven leather Mm keychain so maybe i'm maybe though that's my mask and phone case and i'm of course part of the problem
0: that's just the way we are with like the way we dress it's a little more uniform style it's a little more low-key no logos Mm -hmm. nothing too flashy same kind of vibe every day so whatever mask you wear will reflect that just a plain old black or or blue medical grade mask that you get but you know a generic one you would never wear some logo shit or something flashy but somebody else somebody else might but in this situation should we challenge ourselves to find uh, a styled designed mask that that we would actually wear ourselves or even you know a how long gone mask collection what do you say chris mm.
1: wow now if somebody did approach us about the how long gone mask uh, vertical you know let's look at the numbers you know what i'm saying and, I, and and to be honest and to be honest like you know i like a lot of accessories i don't care if they work as long as they look good and they sell i mean you know it's mm. it's 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 great it's good for me and we don't we don't have to do it how long
0: gone it can just be the diffusion line you know if you don't like the way the numbers look there's ways that we can we can work around it
1: yeah steph so we've been talking about mm-hmm. this actually we should we'll probably get your advice on this so you know how long gone is obviously the master brand um but we're thinking mm-hmm. about a small diffusion a diffusion line and, and gone by how long gone what do you think about that yeah
3: totally the ultimate um suck my sub dick mark jacobs brand or d- <laughs> yeah well mark <laughs> yeah. jacobs is like the original mark jacobs mark by mark jacobs the mark jacobs and then they used to have <laughs> okay. in the stores on Bleecker street like jacobs by mark jacobs jacobs <laughs> jacobs <laughs> mark <laughs> jacobs <laughs> that's by jacobs so the jacobs exclusive jacobs
1: so he was just having fun with it.
3: Yeah, it when was like a out? a joke?
1: We're a joke too, so that feels like the right that feels yeah, like I mean, the if right you, thing if to do. If you wonder
0: to- if it is a joke, if you have to ask, then, you know, who's the joke on? That's mm-hmm. a good
1: point. Yeah, we're, I think the diffusion line, we're going to, you know, there is some retail space available on Melrose where the Marc Jacobs conglomerate <laughs> used to have 18 stores. So we're thinking about, we'll open, we'll open the how long gone makeup, gone by how long gone. Um, uh-huh. We're going to do it. We're going to do like a journal, pencil, paper store because that's a very popular mm-hmm. kind of vertical these mm-hmm. days as well. And then we're thinking about like a gone cha cha matcha crossover store, you know, where there's, there's mm. merchandise, there's, there's matcha, etc. So
3: yeah. What about shapewear for men? That seems like it would be of your interest. That is
1: that is a great idea. Um, I think the I think Kim has talked to my assistant about gone for okay. Skims. You know, it'd Skims be nice gone. If these, gone skims. Uh, it'd
0: be nice if these love handles would be gone. Am I right, fellas? Exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah these wow. these ap these APCs are feeling a little tight. You know what I mean. So we need to we need to we need to help we need to help we need to help fellas everywhere because Jason's rubbing fucking mayonnaise on his on his thighs to get these jeans on. So we need this shapewear. Oh we need this shapewear in stores soon, and and I think that it does need. I think that what we could do is bring a real face to it. You know, um, I don't think Kim and her sisters, as beautiful and successful as they are, they're not accessible. You know what I mean?
3: Oh, actually, I think maybe I do have.
1: You a definitely skim. got sent some. Yeah, you definitely got sent some.
3: I don't know that I've ever worn it, but the loungewear is really getting good reviews.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good product, and I think they did a great job of of everything about it. is like pretty simple. It's not crazy. I mean, I personally love Kendall Jenner in the ad campaign with her insane reptile body that no one could ever uh, aspire to or achieve. Um, and I, I'm, I'm for it. Yeah, I don't, it overall. I don't doubt
0: their success. Kim has been an amazing seamstress since she kind of came onto the scene. <laughs> so like her construction, her <laughs> garment wear is just like it's not, it's not like the best, but it's always like. Pretty good, you know.
1: Yeah, I think if you really inspect the quality and the workmanship in the in the skims, um, it, it's it's better than you would think for the price point, especially because it's pretty. Her well,
0: signature is all over it. It's really mm-hmm, well priced. Totally.
1: Yeah, yeah. I do think that men's shapewear will be something that a market that rises. I, I think we're not far from that. I think that um, for sure. I think that could actually pop off before makeup.
3: I feel like there's a real trend in fashion in general for this, like, meshy, close-to-the-body garment, whether it's, like, leggings or a bodysuit or a top – like,
1: I wear heat tech technology. Yeah, sometimes. yeah,
3: exactly. Like something that you layer underneath your other clothes, a base layer.
1: Yes, but I think men, I think that you know, regular like bros have embraced tights at the gym, even though they wear shorts over them, like mm-hmm. pussies. If you're really doing it, you don't wear shorts over them. Um, <laughs> no shots. Yeah, you could see the, but walls, the all
0: the indentation of them and everything. Yeah,
1: yeah. If you're if you're a real runner, you don't put shorts over the tights, but you just let it mm-hmm. you let it spray. But, but um, also,
0: you know, the never nude community has been wearing this <laughs> legging and, and top undergarment for decades now so well
1: unfortunately mm-hmm. jason the the never nude community is kind of an underground beast so i think these bankers at equinox have taken it above ground my point is men are, are i think men regular men have gotten comfortable wearing spandex material is what i'm trying to say stuff so mm-hmm. i think that like mm-hmm. that that to men is almost more familiar now like the idea of putting on concealer is still really foreign you happy now, AOC? Yeah, exactly. In a lot in a lot of ways. So I think that um I think that I could I but who knows? I mean, I, I love the idea of some you know, out here in California where it's eighty degrees year round, I'm having a tough time getting these fits off stuff. It's hard not to just you know, <laughs> I put on I put on my Patagonia shorts one leg at a time, just like everybody other podcaster, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's these gams got to breathe. It's just too hot to get the fits off.
0: The only layering I can do is with my right. moisturizer and my
3: serums and your oils. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah Jason's uh-huh. an oil oil based skincare kind of guy, but I think that the the um, I'm scared that I'm gonna less. I'm gonna I'm scared that I'm gonna lose my swag. You know, do I just suffer or do I embrace this Cali lifestyle and find and start wearing the elder statesman when it gets chilly?
0: wasn't Wasn't there I a, a you... Sex in the City episode about this? Sorry, go ahead, so. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's a second in City <laughs> episode about everything.
0: Like the guy, like yeah, the guy it's that, true. that was like, he was wearing like the New York Mets hat and he was like this hard New Yorker. And then he moved to Cali and started going to Earth Cafe and got soft and, you know, stopped, stopped getting these fits off. And then you, you know, you have to mm-hmm. you come to a mental That's crossroads. That's the
3: premise of the Sex in the City reboot. They're like, Gosh, is it? I believe it. I don't know. Well, it seems like a lot of people aren't going to be in it. Yeah, I know. So maybe yeah, you yeah, could yeah. be. <laughs>
1: I could you know if they need if they need a straight white guy to play the Samantha Jones character I could probably work with my acting coach (laughs) and maybe get there Jason Jason's actually suggested who'd you suggest Jason Lizzo
0: yeah I said Lizzo should play (laughs) (laughs)
1: Lizzo Samantha Jones would be incredible that's that's an incredible casting idea (laughs) but the the... I just don't
3: understand what the show is about it's Lacking a lot of the major I don't know, I guess we'll find out on HBO Max in the coming year.
1: <laughs> Hashtag partner. I think that yeah. I think that the rea- I think the reality of a Sex in the City show and what HBO Max knows and everybody involved knows, it doesn't matter how awful it is, the ratings will be absolutely incredible and it will be talked about mm-hmm. and they will they will it'll do everything it needs to do except be critically acclaimed. And that's maybe okay for them.
3: Thinking about like getting some fits off at home. <laughs> Who did it better than Carrie Bradshaw? Like she was a work from home mm. blogger Damn. long before that was even a word. Steph, that say less. I need fifty hundred words on
0: my desk tomorrow. That is that is it. No, you're absolutely just right. Wanna,
3: I'm just trying to say Chris could be like experimenting with some Carrie esque fits from whatever hotel he's staying at like wear boxer shorts with a belt that's like high you know <laughs> her <laughs> iconic look with just the belt across yes. the midriff
0: chris typing <laughs> yes. away on the macbook air wife beat her on no bra mm-hmm. Ooh, having a nice sig. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> that's that's going to be behind the paywall um so thank you for okay. bringing that yeah. up Let let listeners know but like, yeah i, I mean i couldn't
3: help but wonder what we should call our diffusion brand <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah exactly me <laughs> blasting a sig and a wife beater with some i do have some great um sleepy jones boxers that the, each panels different colors kind of like a brooks brothers fun shirt mm. um that i mm-hmm. i have been known known what to lounge got, in Chris? from time to time what else you got um <laughs> i'm gonna pass i don't have it I don't have a belt. I'm not really a belt guy anymore. Um, so I would have to purchase one. But I'm mm-hmm. sure you have some great belt advice for me. Another small leather good designer item entryway. Um, so it's something to consider for my, for, for my wardrobe. Jason, do you own a belt?
0: I have multiple belts. Dumbass. Are
1: they designer? Who doesn't
3: have a leather, belt? Leather, fabric. No, I don't have a belt. I'll come See? out as not owning a lot of belts. Damn,
0: y'all fat asses need to step your game up. There's more to life than just elastic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I'm I have a lot some... of
3: skirts and dresses. Skirts and dresses don't really necessitate belts the same way. The same way. Steph is yeah. Jason.
1: Steph, Steph. is also on the front lines of the men in skirts movement. One that I, I, I didn't help start, but yes. I,
3: I was hoping we would talk about oh, this. Okay, okay, I helped. Into it. I
1: helped push. I helped push that that rock, you know, down the mountain at least mm-hmm. a little bit. I think and. You know, a skirt actually—maybe that's what I should be wearing in LA because the it, it, yes. it provides what I need with a, with a little more formality than the shorts. Pull up to Runyon in something fierce,
3: and it's more fun.
1: What what skirt? I yeah. mean, obviously, I have my I have my Tom Brown, but is are there other skirts mm-hmm. I should be looking at?
3: Well, there was a great uh, red plaid skirt, sort of like knee length, shown oh, on Jeremy. a male model in in the Molly Goddard collection. Jeremy makes skirts too right oh yeah there's an
1: essence there's a molly molly yeah. goddard uh did today did uh, her show i really like the her her fair aisles. her sweaters are very nice mm-hmm. what do you think the price is what's the price looking like on those sweaters 800 contemporary pricing yeah
3: i think so <laughs> i i honestly don't know i mean the tulle dresses are very expensive
1: are you rocking molly Godard in your free time
3: not yet, but I sort of plan to. Like, I was DMing with friend of the pod Sam Hine about mm-hmm. um, that pleated skirt, Fair Isle sweater, blazer combo. So cool. Just sort of in agreement that we should all buy that outfit and then wear it in the fall. Yeah,
1: is I do think that outfit. <clears throat> I know exactly what you're talking about, and I do think that outfit um, specifically truly looks good on a man or a woman. Like, it, it really mm-hmm. does. It really, it really does. Uh, cover all the bases. Um, mm-hmm. And I i mean, I liked that whole thing. Those dresses are very intricate. And I think sometimes, and, and Jason might suffer, for, suffer from this as well, but oh. with, with women's clothing, especially um, like couture or like really serious stuff, I have a hard time kind of understanding what's good and bad. Like I, I know what I like and don't like, but sometimes I'm like, I don't think I understand this. Speak for yourself. Like I don't think I'm able to... I'm not. Yeah, I don't think I understand enough to to comment, which is a very rare thing for me. Usually, I just let it spray. Mm -hmm. Um, But (laughs) with women's clothing, I respect the art form too much, and I I just I think I need maybe to to spend some more time with it to feel like I'm I'm justified in in liking
3: or not liking something. Mm -hmm. You need to be hanging out like in the women's section of Bergdorf and just vibing, figuring out (laughs) what you like and what you don't like. What platform shoes are for you? It's not a cell
0: phone insight. Bergdorf women's section. Just vibing.
3: Just vibing. Honestly, at this point, like, the idea of walking through a store and just running my hand across the rails of, like, brand new, new garment smell is, like, ooh, what a thrill that would be.
1: Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> Calm down. We're putting <laughs> that behind the paywall, too. <laughs> yeah, we're putting that behind the paywall, too. Damn, Jason. Yeah. Whoa.
3: I think there could be a great fashion and only fans. Is that what it's called? Like,
0: mm-hmm. Stuff. you know exactly what it's called
1: yeah i like that oh is that what
3: it's called
0: is this one of those websites that i've been hearing about i don't know
1: yeah some of your fa- some of your favorite influencers are on OnlyFans, so don't act like you yeah. follow I that mean, trajectory to come
3: to come full circle like five years ago or longer jw anderson streamed a show on grinder and i was like oh wow emailing cool. with the pr saying like is there another stream that i can watch it on she was like no you have to download grinder so i was briefly on grinder <laughs> i got a lot of messages
0: <laughs> well what did you use That's as all your i want to say about pic. that
3: i had no profile pic no i had no profile pic and my name was steph like i didn't put a man's name steph could be a man's name also yeah so i don't know
0: did you meet anyone did you <laughs> is there a life partner no. reveal?
3: no that would have been amazing though if i had downloaded grinder to watch a fashion show and then like met my soulmate met the,
1: that
0: <laughs> met the partner of your dreams
1: yeah, yeah that's a that that's truly a netflix uh series a limited series that that story in general mm-hmm. i think it's a very modern it's a modern love story i i mean mm-hmm. i like who did who sold the who sold the the collection on craigslist was that wales bonner or was that um, that was Martine Rose Nike she sold like mm. you could purchase some of the collection via Craigslist which I also thought was pretty clever
3: mm-hmm. mm. Martine Rose is like really doing it better than everyone Don't I agree
0: think? I'm a big fan of the my Napa fleece shout outs
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: oh it's god unisex.
1: yeah we know Jason We've, we have we, we know you have three items of designer clothing so we, we're kind of familiar with them <laughs> on the show at this point
0: you know? oh. One day I'm, I'm going to grow up to be I, a big boy wearing the nice clothes like you guys. No,
1: Steph is wearing the nice clothes, Jason. You know I'm not wearing nice clothes. Steph is truly an inspiration, um, and I, i've I've been I've been really impressed with your dedication to um, getting dressed during this entire quarantine. I've seen many images of you. Whether it's work related wow. or on stories or whatever, I just—I honestly—I think it's like a <clears throat> a very important thing for people to do. I failed, um, and uh, I'm I've moved on, but I do think it's good for the mental space to uh, operate the way you've been operating. I've, I feel like it's probably helped you too.
3: Yes, I'm sort of like, well, what else was I going to do? You know, also <laughs> like, true. Yeah, This also is just true. how I wake up. Wear
0: wear comfortable clothes. I
3: don't really own com- like. You know, I own just like one it. pair of sweatpants and close to wear to work out. But it just like doesn't compute in my what, mind what brand to not are the sweatpants? like get up.
1: Entire world, of course. Oh,
3: they're <laughs> – no, they're from Target and I bought them when I was 16. And I've had them ever since. <laughs> uh,
1: shit. I know. Yeah, we, we, have a, we have a friend of the show, uh, Mikey, who – he he's similar to you. He, he wears like a Celine suit on a Sunday to get a coffee with me. And he he – didn't he tell us, Jason, that he, like, watches TV at home in jeans? That's, like, as casual as he will get.
0: Mm-hmm. Doesn't own shorts.
3: See, I feel like jeans are not comfortable. I'm not a big pants person, as we covered. But the thing is, like, all the clothes that I was wearing before, like, big poofy dresses and, like, voluminous skirts and silly blouses, like – they're all pretty comfortable, mm-hmm. you know. If you're wearing like a voluminous, what is this taffeta thing? Like it's essentially a nightgown.
0: Mm-hmm. The, That's a the, good the point. The opposite of body calm.
3: Yeah, it's body averse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How would you describe it's your? It's constantly style? I'm trying, trying to averse. flee your
0: own body.
3: Yeah, it's like wearing a big, comfy um, pillowcase or something, like the ghost costume for Halloween. But it's fashion. I mean, the thought of trying to put jeans on right now is haunting to me. <laughs>
1: As a as a known <laughs> denim daddy, um, shout out to matches fa- matchesfashion dot com. I was denim denim was my kind of focus. Um, the oh yes you know i just that's the only pants i want to wear it sucks but that's what it is everything else just doesn't feel that right to me you know i have a couple Mm -hmm. i have a pair of ben davises i got tailored that i like i have a couple other things but if i'm if i'm left to my own devices it's it's got to be jeans i I, you know i i Mm -hmm. it's just i'm a regular american cat what can i say i think
0: i stand with steph (laughs) like if you get a really nice comfortable well-fitting pair of trousers they're so much more comfortable than jeans if you ask me they mm-hmm. are. They
3: I mean, are. like a worn-in pair of dickies is like the most comfortable. Yes. It's like better than sweats. It smells
0: like broken here.
1: <laughs> I think Steph. <laughs> you will need to step y'all game up. Steph wearing dickies reminds me that don't. Didn't you have a little uh, a little pop punk phase being from New Jersey?
3: Oh yes. I'm glad you brought it up.
0: You a
1: my chemical girl? <laughs> What's going on? She she's rocked. She's definitely rocked. Brand new in the in the Civic.
3: Coming <laughs> up, I drove a a chevy beretta oh, which is a damn. car like google it it was eggplant purple and my parents bought it from our across the street neighbor hey I'm pretty hey sure siri not. what's
0: the most new jersey car you could ever own yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and what was really cool about it was that um the electric didn't work so Very to do cool. the blinker, I had to manually blink, and for a long time the radio didn't work, and the um the speedometer also didn't work.
0: What do you mean you manually blinked?
3: Like the blinker light would turn on, but it wouldn't flicker.
0: Oh, it was ju- it would just go solid, so you had to manually click it yeah, back on and, and, off, and off, on and off. Damn! That- if they named Jersey, you can kiss my ass. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it was a
3: great car, and it had the cassette. Um, The cassette deck where you had to get that special like cassette to iPod converter. Mm -hmm. Of course,
0: yeah. And what kind of what kind of music were we playing on that iPod Nano?
3: Um, (laughs) I did not have the iPod Nano. I had like the big one with the wheel, the
0: clunky one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Feel
3: I think like most millennials, I was a big Bright Eyes fan. Mm
1: -hmm. Ooh. well.
3: Driving in the Beretta, tears coming down my face. (laughs) On Route Seventeen in Paramus, New Jersey. Ooh,
0: after a, after a troubling the, breakup at the mall food court.
3: Absolutely. Uh, damn,
1: this is mm-hmm. that that really does paint a picture. And I've never even been to Paramus, New Jersey, or been in a Beretta, but I can feel I can like feel this like I'm, it, it's visceral. Well, that's the power of bright eyes, Chris.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, what Which, a career! You know, bright eyes teens have aged into Phoebe Bridgers women, so it's trick? great.
1: That's true, and I'm i I'm I'm, a, I'm on record as a Phoebe Bridgers woman myself, and I did like <laughs> I did li- I liked Bright Eyes, but I, when I was like pretty young, and then he got to a point where I was just like, this is I don't like this anymore. Like the whole shtick was a little twee for me. Um, mm-hmm. But he has some he has some songs he ha- and and he's had a very interesting career. Like he's been able to m- go through many phases and be very successful the whole time. It's impressive.
3: I'm not listening to a lot of Bright Eyes now, but I will say it defined my uh, my youth for sure.
0: What are we? And what then, are we listening like, to nowadays? Has our musical tastes evolved or devolved?
3: Uh, both. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Same I mean, for me. she's not. She is. Steph is a big room EDM on the weekends, now. Kind of <laughs> um, but during the week, she.
0: Yeah. What kind of EDM do you like? Yeah, are you like a Um, marshmallow
1: or?
3: No, no, it's really funny. I interviewed um, Richie Houghton, who goes by Plastic Man, (laughs) who does like the soundtrack for the Prada show. So I was talking to him today. It was really interesting. Techno
0: legend,
1: Richie Houghton. Because I
3: really don't know anything about, I don't know anything about like electronic music. Like it was just the genre that missed me. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, same. Well, you know why it's Steph? That makes us better people because Steph, you, you can know. just
0: hang up on this call right now if you want to keep talking that mess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't come don't come for don't come for the legend Richie in front of Jason. Mm-hmm. You know that's his man.
3: He was awesome. No, I I mean it was such a fun interview and he was so um, such a compelling person to talk to and i think he does a really great job with the soundtracks for the prada show and he seems like a really awesome collaborator yeah. for raf and mrs prada but it was just like introducing me to like i did a lot of research about him and i was exploring like a new yeah a new musical world mm-hmm. that i didn't know about before
1: all, all joking aside, Jason has put me on because we do we do the radio show with Spotify, so we listen to new music every week. Jason has opened my eyes to some electronic music that does uh, tickle my fancy. Mm-hmm. So it is it is my point is it is possible for us bright eyes bright, <laughs> bright eyes, eyes te- guys. Br- bright eyes gals to to be turned on to some. I turned Chris EDM. into a
0: techno chick, and I can do the same thing for you,
1: Steph.
3: I would love to. I would love to be turned into a techno chick. It's really hard to um, work from home and write in silence. Like in the office, I was always wearing headphones and listening to music all day. Mm-hmm. And now I guess I could be doing it at home, but it just seems a little weird. However, I've started playing random techno on my Apple HomePod, but mm. I need like a recommendation. I need a starting yeah. point. It's just sort of like I'm telling Sis, I got you. Siri to play whatever.
1: Jason will send you some playlists that'll that'll wet your whistle for the genre, and 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 you know who knows maybe you're gonna trade in that. The, the, these these gauzy dresses for some techniques 1200s and maybe have a little career switch.
3: Yeah, just wait <laughs> like 6 months from now I'm going to have a totally new look and be like flying to Berlin.
1: These fashion influencer chicks
0: keep taking money out of my DJ wallet. <laughs> it's fucking first Paris Hilton <laughs> <laughs> now you stuff.
1: <Steph. laughs> yeah, this is bullshit, man. This is i, I, I would, be, I would be more than
0: happy to to prescribe a a techno playlist for you to do some lo-fi homework beats and study, too. It's, he's Thank very you. good at
1: that. He's very good at that. Very experienced. Well, Steph, before we go, I just wanted to confirm with you that, um, you know, I've talked to some of your coworkers and your former coworkers, and I, I just want to, mm-hmm. you know, it, am I, am I soul and my core? Am I a Vogue chick? Like, would I make the cut?
3: Oh, my God. Absolutely. <laughs> you oh. wrote an article that I assigned you.
1: Oh, I know. You've, TBT. Yeah. What was that <laughs> article? I think but I you can... don't mind me. Have you assigned me a few, or, or no? Maybe that's it. No, a few. I think we've worked. We've done a few.
3: Yeah, you you wrote another article for um Bridget for the culture section about your friend, the photographer.
1: Yes, that's right. About those Coachella Polaroids. Yeah, those were amazing. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wrote about about I wrote about the rise of short shorts for men like four years ago when it was a, 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 a new trend.
3: Right at the start. Yeah.
1: You heard it here yeah, first. Yeah, and then
3: everyone was like, "We need to be covering short shorts for men." And I was like, "Let me pull up the link." Chris Black already talked about it. We
1: already on VOGUE. We already did it. And and shout out to shout out to the whole VOGUE family. We you know you you guys covered this this broadcast as as you coined. I know um, <laughs> something we will live down for. We can't live down for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had many many. We've had a few of your coworkers on, on the show though.
3: Mm-hmm. Um. Coworkers and friends, yeah, it's an honor to be on the broadcast. On, on a scale oh, please,
1: we- of one to to barstool,
0: how broy do you think we are? <laughs>
3: um, seven.
0: Shit. <laughs> That's
3: not good. <laughs> Damn, that's, I,
1: that's, um, we'll we'll share some data with you to prove that we have a pretty this large, podcast is over. We will we'll share some data with you after this podcast uh, that proves that we have a large female listenership. Just to prove our that we're trying to you know escape this title that we were given by your cursed boss. Um, this testosterone, you nice know,
0: so, clutches. Thanks a lot, Vogue. <laughs>
1: yeah thanks vogue yeah uh but no uh steph it's a pleasure um and thank you for all your your insight uh and you guys can follow steph on twitter and instagram what's the handle steph
3: at Steph Yatka,
1: uh, and then also That's all it. of her writing. All all of her writing is on VogueRunway You know how to you know how to search by author. Come on, guys. Steph, do
0: you have any do you have any question, closing questions for us that we you didn't get a chance to ask? Perhaps.
3: Um, well, I was. <laughs> say, <I've, laughs> thank hell, <laughs> I thank you for asking. Because sometimes
0: we can kind of smother the guest with our uh, you know barrage of commentary. That uh, you know, I want to make sure that nothing was left on the table.
3: I enjoyed it. Jason followed me on social media today. Mm. I followed back, but I was wondering if there's an age. Don't, don't pat yourself
1: on the back for the f- team follow back. <laughs> we thought you were team follow back, but thank you for confirming that you're thanks, team thanks back. Thanks for
0: your patronage stuff.
3: Thanks for yours. Okay, no problem. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to come out as a Them Jeans partner. Woo! <laughs> Hasht-
1: there we go. Hashtag Jeans partner. What moves um, you? That sounds like a feel. That, Sorry, go <laughs> that sounds like a feel campaign. We can't give that away for free. <laughs> go ahead.
3: But I noticed that, you know, you guys are both Blue Tick, Twitter, Instagram. I got my Blue Tick taken away on Twitter because I <gasps> changed my username from, like, A silly handle to my actual name because I thought it would be better professionally and it turns out it's not I'm just wondering if you feel like you're ever going to abandon done to death and them jeans or it's forever
1: that's a great question our publicist informed us to never edit our bios or like anything to do with social media Just like this is Mm -hmm. what you're doing, you leave it that way, don't ever change it. Never change your avatar
0: photo, never change your at, never...
3: A problem
1: for me because my avatar photo is an illustration of a pyramid from 15 years ago and people think I'm Illuminati (laughs) sometimes.
3: That's cool though.
1: And it's tough for me Mm because my avatar is just a hot photo of
0: me and my face. (laughs) I'm worried that people are going to think I'm attractive.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The gift and the curse of being a beautiful male influencer DJ podcaster.
3: Long
0: story short, if you want us to get your blue check back, all you had to do was ask Steph.
3: Thanks, guys.
1: I feel like somebody at Condé Nast should be able to get that check back for you. I guess. You need to put the... (laughs) <laughs> One would think.
3: I feel like people in the.
1: I'll DM Jack. Yeah. You need to, mar- the, like, you need to march of- upstairs and bang on some doors and say, you know, your 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 <laughs> your uh, favorite <laughs> daughter is losing some clout on the internet, and you don't want that. And let's make this. Your happen. Your
0: intern should not have a blue check. Well, you don't.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> call me yeah. crazy. That seems ass backwards. It does seem ass backwards. Mm-hmm. Justice for Steph. Justice for Steph. <laughs> Twitter dot com. Thank if you. You're li- if you're if you're Twitter dot com, I know you're listening. Um, please. Go into your back end, click that button, give her the check she deserves. No (laughs) one deserves it more than her, except me, and I already have it, so it's fine. Steph, it was a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Give her a follow for some uh, incredible fashion coverage, insightful news, and advice uh, on Twitter and Instagram and VogueRunway.com. We'll be back with more podcasts uh, in the very near future.
3: Awesome. Thank you, guys.
1: Bye. Bye, Steph.